You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the leading SEO, pay-per-click, social media, content marketing, and email marketing authorities come to share their secrets. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, OneClick Lindsay. Hey everybody, welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay, and today I have Miss Stephanie Callahan on the line, and she is a business coach, but today I have brought her on to tell us how to squeeze every uh, every bit of opportunity we can when we get interviewed on radio, podcasts, web shows, webinars, and anything that we anything like that. And she's going to tell us how to squeeze all the promotion ability, if that's even a word, out of those opportunities. She's a professional, and she's going to give us a ton of hints. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, please. Hey, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, well, I am known as the Business Vision Catalyst, and I work with purpose-driven entrepreneurs to help them create a profitable life-loving business of impact and meaning that it also includes guilt-free freedom. Um, And that guilt-free part is really important to me because there's a lot of people that uh, when they think about a freedom-based business have all this extra stuff that goes on in their head about, well, but I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And I teach people how to stop shooting themselves and grow a really profitable business as a result. Very nice. How long have you been doing that? Since 2002. And why did you get into that? I started my business uh, after I was in corporate America uh, for a little under a decade. And I worked in corporate consulting. I worked with Fortune 500 companies. And it just so happened that when the company went from being privately held to a publicly held entity, that the corporate culture changed drastically. And I went from a company that I really believed in that I thought I was going to retire from to a company that was extremely toxic, so much so that I was getting physically ill at work. And at the same time, my husband, my husband and I had had a baby. And I just I kept looking at my child saying, gosh, what do I want him to learn and realizing that the only reason that I was in that job at that point was because of the paycheck. You know, I was I was literally selling myself and that just wasn't something that I wanted to teach my son, quite frankly. And uh, I had a conversation with my husband about it. And four months later, I left that corporate job. My husband left his job and we moved about two and a half hours south to a new community. And I started Callahan Solutions. And the reason that I started the, the business that I have is because I wanted to make a difference. And I loved working with businesses. And so the, my target market, my community, my, my people that I love to spend time with are the people that I refer to as those world changers. Now, they probably don't see themselves as a world changer, right? <laughs> um, but there, there's so many people with these fabulous skills and abilities to help other people live a better life, have better relationships, have better health, um, even you know, from a business standpoint, you know, if leadership, making the world a better place to work. And those are the people that I work with because the world needs to know more about them. Interesting. So um, I've heard, so I kind of feel like purpose-driven might be a little bit of a popular term these days. Can you expound a little bit more about what you mean by that? Like what kind of people are they? Are they people who are donating to like charity or what kind of people are you talking about? Can you expound? You know, that's an awesome question, Lindsay, and I've never been asked that question before. I love it. Um, purpose-driven is is really as the individual defines it. It's pretty broad. What, essentially, I'm not working with people that sell widgets. 
I'm working with service-based entrepreneurs that have a reason that they're in the business of what they're doing. So for some people, their business is to fund a nonprofit. Um, for other people, they may be, so for example, um, I have a private client that is a leadership guru. She's brilliant. And her whole reason for starting her business was because she wanted to make the world a better place to work. She felt like if employees and leadership were connected and communicating well, then the business could be really successful and it would be a great place to work too versus all these people that go to work day in and day out and um, are miserable, right? And so her mission is to get rid of that misery and work. She's purpose-driven. She has a specific purpose for the work that she does. And so those are the people that really light me up. I have another private client that is a health coach and his purpose in life is to help people live a healthy, happy existence rather than being sick and tired of being sick and tired, right? So they may be different purposes, but they're, they're focused on making an impact in the world. I love that. Thank you. Can you, um, and, and we will we'll definitely get the topic at hand soon, but can you kind of outline what your business looks like? Like, do you do private coaching? Do you do group coaching? Do you sell information-based products? Tell me what, how you make money. Sure. You know, I've gone through, I want to start by saying, you know, I've been in business since 2002. I've gone through many iterations to get to where I am today. And one of the things that was really important to me um, when I got to this iteration was, was building a business structure that left me joyous in everything I did and made money. Right. It sounds sounds simple and it it really can be. And so I deliver one on one services. Those services are a combination of coaching, consulting, training and mentoring. And the reason that I don't divide those four out is because I am all four of those types of people. So I integrate. I have a lot of different certificates and degrees and, you know, all that fun stuff. And I integrate all of that into the work that I do with my one-on-one clients. Then I do have some small group programs and I do have some information products that I sell as well. But my real joy is the leveraged one-on-one work that I do. And I say leveraged because I leverage a little differently than what the information knowledge industry uh, is coaching right now anyway. You know, a lot of leveraged coaching means group programs. Um, I figured out a way to leverage my time by using systems within my business where my clients can get some really fantastic transformation in a short amount of time without me having to spend hours and hours and hours with each individual client. So we spend the time that's necessary. Um, We don't spend the time if it's not necessary and we move their business forward. Very cool. Very cool. Um, okay, my final question about your business is, how are you currently finding clients? Do you, I'm guessing you're always a guest on podcasts, but how else do you find clients? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I love, I love podcasts for, for starters. So yeah, I do a lot of podcasts and people find me that way. Um, I also get a lot of client referrals. You know, I'm, I'm really blessed that the clients find that they've they've gotten you know, fantastic service and they've enjoyed working with me and they've enjoyed the results they've received, which really that's what you're buying, right? Is is the results that you're going to get. And so a lot of my business comes from referral and then actually um, social networking, um, not so much 
posting blog posts to Twitter, though I do that, that's more visibility to me, but literally connecting with people. Um, you know, using using how we scheduled this is, is a great example, Lindsay, because um, you and I met through an email introduction from somebody else. And then we talked a little bit, we networked a little bit in email and said, yeah, this sounds like a good fit. And that works similarly for me when I'm talking to people that are interested in possibly working with me. We just share a little bit about what I do and how I do it and listen to them and understand what their challenges are. Sometimes I'm a great fit for people. Sometimes I'm not the right fit and I refer them to someone that I think would be a better fit um, to help them get to where they're going. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's transition our conversation over to the topic at hand, which is how we leverage being a guest on radio, podcasts, web shows, those kind of things. Tell us. Give us all your secrets. All my secrets. Oh, my goodness. Well, so for starters, I wrote this guide called Guest Appearance Gold. And the the whole guide started because I was on the phone with a with an accountability partner, a, a colleague I have that we do accountability work together. And I was telling her all the stuff that I do to prepare to be on a show or a guest blog post or what have you. And then what I do to leverage that later. You know, how do I get the most out of it I possibly can? And she's like, oh, my gosh, Stephanie you need to create a checklist for that. You know, a, a giveaway checklist. I thought, that's a great idea, why don't I do that? And so I sat down and I thought I would create this one page checklist. And when I started writing out everything I do, it turned into like almost a 60 page guide. Wow. Um, so it's in checklist format so that you can easily say, okay, I've done that and mark it off and move through the guide. So it's really become more of a, a a workbook slash guide where you can pick and choose what pieces you want to put in place. And I've decided, and and I had a, that same colleague is an illustrator cartoonist. And so uh, she and I worked out uh, an agreement. Uh, Her name is Lisa Rothstein, if you're looking for a cartoonist. Um, Lisa and I uh, worked out an arrangement where she's done um, cartoons to illustrate some of the points throughout the book so that it's not just a bunch of boring text, right? You can pick up some on it and I'm really excited about it. I've decided to give it away for free still because that was my original intention. And the reason for that is because I really think, uh, you know, I've been on both sides of the bike. I've been a host and I've been uh, the person being interviewed. And there's people on both sides of the mic that get frustrated after a show. You know, the, the hosts may typically say, oh gosh, you know, I had this really great guest on but they didn't do anything to promote it. On the flip side, the person that's the expert's like, wow, I went on this show and nothing happened. Well, that's largely because the leveraging didn't happen. And so the more that you know some really simple leveraging techniques, you can expand on your expertise, you know, and and skyrocket your reach and grow your influence, which ultimately gets your ideal clients in a position where they can even find you, right? And then you can go through your regular process, whatever that is, to get them, uh, you know, into your your community so that you can uh, communicate with them more and hopefully they become a client or a customer of yours. So is being on podcasts and stuff one of the main ways that you get new clients, Stephanie? It is, it is. Using all all 60 pages of these tips and tricks that (laughs) brings you endless amounts of clients, right? And 60 pages sounds really intimidating, right? It sounds like super intimidating. So the the book is is broken out into what to do before you've ever even been invited to be an expert. 
in, in whatever way you're being invited to be an expert, there's some setup stuff that you can do. And then what to do, you know, once, once you've, let's say we'll use podcasting as an example for this show, just to keep the conversation simple. So how to, how to get on podcasts, how to, um, what should you do even before you go on to record? And then the things that you can do after you've done the recording and after the recording is live. So there's different phases mm-hmm. throughout this. And then I have a lot of different resources too. So for example, um, in the guide, I talk about how you should have a great bio that you can share. And But I, I don't teach people how to make a bio. That's not something I teach people. But I knew that that would leave people hanging if they didn't know how to do it. So I went to my colleagues and I identified a couple colleagues that have really great content on that. And I've added that as a resource link. Awesome. So Part of the book in the in the, in the back of the guide is also just a resource list with all of those links so that you have it all in one spot. Uh, so try to break up the guide in a way that makes it really easy to digest wherever you are in the process. That makes sense. Okay, well, let's break this down a little bit. Can you give us your favorite tip or two on how to get on more podcasts? Sure. So, you know, one of the first things that you want to do before you even decide that you want to, you know, go and seek out podcasts is to get really clear on who your ideal client is or who your ideal customer is, uh, depending on, you know, what type of business that you're in. And here's why there's loads and loads and loads, like thousands of radio, internet radio shows, regular radio shows, podcasts that are out there to, to get on, but not all of them are your podcast, you know? So if you own a yoga studio and your ideal student in your yoga classes is a stay-at-home mom uh, because of the certain time that you're, you're doing your yoga classes, then you probably aren't going to be well-served going on to a show that's talking to Harley writers. True. Right. Very true. Right. You know? And so the first thing to do is get really clear on who, who your ideal client is so that you know which kind of shows are going to be appropriate for you to even look at. Right. And then there's a lot of different ways that you can start identifying what those shows are. So there's a few different email lists that you can get signed up for. There's um, one called Help a, Par- Help a Reporter Out. It's short, Harrow for short. And that particular uh, email list, you sign up for it, it's free. They'll email you sometimes multiple times a day of different uh, PR opportunities. And they have it categorized where you can pick, okay, do I fit in here? Uh, There's another one called podcastguests.com and another one called radioguestlist.com. All three of those are kind of passive ways for you to find opportunities that fit with your audience and what you want to talk about. And they're all free. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And then there's a bunch of different Facebook groups that have the same type of thing. Um, so for example, there's a global speakers, radio show hosts, authors, publishers, and media experts group uh, out on Facebook. Patty Farmer owns that group. And there's a live video guest exchange that Lou Bartone owns. Um, and there's a number of them that you can also you know, become a member of those Facebook groups. And then when people are looking for guests, 
they will put a put a post out and say, hey, you know, I'm looking for this type of guest. Would you happen to know anybody? And you could say, me, me, me. You know, I fit on that. Um, so those are more or list joining opportunities where you go on and you kind of wait to see what comes up. And then you can be a little bit more proactive as well. You can go out to search engines and use keywords like radio, podcast, TV, um, hangout, live, and then be a guest uh, within your searches. And you'll find all kinds of websites along with your keywords, you know, whatever your particular area of expertise is. And you'll be able to find a lot of sites because a lot of shows have a be a guest link where you can sign up to be a guest and be considered to be a guest. You can do the same thing with all the different podcast directories that are out there. So the iTunes directory, the Stitcher directory, um, even Blog Talk Radio, which is an internet radio station, YouTube Live, you can do searches for different shows that are um, in alignment, again, with your ideal audience and your area of expertise, what you talk about. And you can start identifying different shows. Um, with those, then you would research the show, you know, find out what kind of guests, do they have guests, at, first of all, because not all shows do. You know, so you don't want to go around pitching a show that doesn't do interviews. <laughs> That'd be kind of silly, right? right so right. you want to you want to do some high high level research to make sure they're even an interview type show, and then you can look into how do they look for guests. And most shows will communicate that one way or another, either within their episodes or on their uh, websites that are tied to the show, and then reach out to them. Another way that you can uh, get connected to shows is to create your own joint venture introduction network. So what that essentially is, is you, you partner with peers who are spending time being guests on shows and you have a clear understanding of the topics that they talk about and the type of shows they want to be on. And they have a clear understanding of that for you. And so that when they're on a show and they're done with the show, they can ask the host, hey, would you like me to introduce you to some people I think would be a great guest? Frequently, the hosts say, yes, please. Right. And then they'll introduce you and whoever else they've coordinated with. And it's, it's just informal referral network that you build. And, and the reason that works so great is because you, you pick people that you know already have the right microphones, already are experienced doing interviews, so that when you are making introductions to that host, it's a win-win for everybody. You're helping your colleague. That's, that's within your referral partner grouping. And you're also helping that host because hosts sometimes, um, you know, they can, they can run into situations where it's challenging to find guests that really are good at being guests. And so it's a win-win all the way around. So those are just some of the ways that you wow. can find to get on shows. That was a lot of really actionable content. Thank you for that. Hey, it's One Click Lindsay here. I wanted to interrupt this interview to tell you about something cool we're doing over at Traffic and Leads. Are not enough people coming to your website? Are you spending all day writing blog posts hoping it will help? Guess what? I can help. I host a free webinar one Thursday a month that will walk you through doing your own SEO as good as the huge marketing companies without buying any expensive software, without spending any money, without being a tech wizard. And best of all, you can implement this no matter what industry you're in or what your background is. You'll get to see the same campaigns I've run for over 19 companies that have produced 2,800 visitors within four months. See, driving traffic to your website is like baking a cake. With the right ingredients, it's easy to get right. 
but if you're missing one, it's almost impossible. So if this is what you're looking for in your business, then join me for our free webinar. More information can be found at the trafficandleadspodcast.com. Now back to the show. Now, I want to ask you a quick question. You mentioned that you've been on both sides of the mic. Does that mean that you have ran a podcast before? I have ran a podcast before. I also used to do a tremendous number of telesummits. Um, when telesummits were really big, I did lots and lots of different telesummits. So I've interviewed hundreds of people over the course of a few years. Um, I took a couple year break from being on the host end of the mic. Um, I was having so much fun being on the guest end of the mic that I decided I'd reserve my time for that. But I'm actually looking to potentially start something back up in, in this next year, too. How come you don't do telesummits anymore? Uh, you know, they... I stopped doing telesummits because they were starting to slow down in uh, people that were interested in them. There was there was such an influx of them that people were getting a little tired of them. Now there's enough people like me that stopped doing them that they're starting to be interesting to people again. Right. And so I think um, I think that going on telesummits as a guest or running them as a host, in fact, I've, you know, I, I have a whole program where I teach private clients how to do that, you know, and streamline it and do it all. Um, I think now the people aren't as wore out as they were, you know, a year or so ago where it seemed like everybody and their brother were doing telesummits. Um, there were a lot of people that, that stopped for that reason. And so now they're, they're back to being interesting for people again. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So in the last few minutes, let's talk about generating traffic and leads after you've been on some sort of podcast or radio show or something like that. What are your top tips and tricks for that? All right. So you can syndicate the show and you can repurpose the show. So let me talk a minute about the difference between the, the two, right? Syndicating is taking the exact content and sharing it in as many ways as you possibly can. So Lindsay, you know, when this episode is live, um, I'll be sure to be syndicating it. I'll be tweeting it. I'll be putting it on Facebook. I'll be putting it on Google Plus, you know, and Facebook and Pinterest. Those are all different places that you can syndicate just by taking an existing link and getting it out. And you can, um, I'll go through them really fast. You can put them in your e-sign. You can put them in your email signature. You can put it on your website homepage, uh, Pinterest, Facebook. If the show happens to also be on YouTube, you can add it to a YouTube playlist. Um, you can reshare, regram, or retweet. So anytime that your host tags you, reshare it for heaven's sakes. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't do that. And it's so simple. It's like one click of a button and boom, you've reshared it. There's a lot of people that the reason that they don't do that syndicating is they feel like they're inundated, they're inundating their community. But the reality is social media goes by so quickly that you could tweet about the exact same thing multiple times over the course of, let's say a month. And you still may have people that never see the tweet because stuff is moving so fast. Mm -hmm. So it's totally okay to really, really put it out there. You're not gonna irritate people, I promise you, because I, I do it all the time. And, and, and if the people that are looking at your stuff are truly your community, they want your content. And I can tell you that, that I have clients in my high-end programs that will still listen to every single show that I'm on and say, gosh, Stephanie, when you were on so-and-so's show, I, I listened to that one and I picked up something that I know you've been telling me, but just the way you said it on that show, it really triggered and wow, that was awesome. 
you know, and those are people that, that are, you know, investing significantly to work with me that are still listening to everything. So if they're in your community, they want your content. You don't have to feel apologetic for that. Yeah, and, and then, not, not only that, but um, the more podcasts and radio shows and stuff you're on just improves your credibility to everyone. Right, right, exactly. You know, I've I've had some people that are hosts that have come to my website. They're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know you were on that show. And they'll name it um, because I have it on my homepage. Yeah. I, have the, I have the three most recent ones on my homepage. And then it rolls to my media room. So you can see, the, you know, the long list of media appearances I've had. It, it shows that I'm experienced. It shows that um, I'm, I'm I'm a trusted expert to come on to a show because as a host, you have to have um, faith that the person you're inviting on is going to be good for your audience, right? I mean, it's your reputation if, if I'm a stinker of a, of a guest. Yeah. If I don't share anything of value, that's not good for you and your audience. So it absolutely grows expertise. And, and then, Go ahead. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I was just going to say then there's repurposing. And repurposing is where you take the content and you turn it into something else while referencing the content. So, for example, one of the things that I will typically do when I'm on a podcast is once the podcast comes out, um, a lot of hosts will do show notes on their website with some kind of graphic and then the content or the player or what have you. I'll pull up the show notes on my iPhone and I take my son's iPhone and I take a picture of my phone where you can see my phone and you can see it pulled up to that particular podcast. So now I've repurposed it by creating a specialized image that was just taking a picture, guys, super easy. And then I post it on Instagram. I say, hey, I was so excited to be on Lindsay Anderson's show. You would love to you know, listen to it. Here, go to this link. That's uh, cool. I like that. Right. And, and they're easy things. They're really easy things. Um, you can make an infographic simply by using, you can use a free uh, Google Slides and turn it into an image. You could use PowerPoint and turn it into an image. And the infographic could simply be, you know, the top five points from the show that you were on. Uh, and then you've repurposed it that way. Um, you could have it transcribed and turn it into an ebook or multiple blog posts. Um, you could take the audio and turn it into a video for your YouTube page. You know, you could transcribe a few different shows that you were on, um, on the same topic, of course, and turn it into an ebook that you sell on Amazon. It could turn into something that ultimately even could be revenue generating for you. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can, again, leverage and expand on that, you know, that time that you spent uh, with the host of a show or blog post or what have you. Yes, and we and we talk a lot on the show about how important content is. And so here Stephanie has given you a hundred ways to repurpose one interview to a million different pieces of content. I love it. Well, and what's really cool about this, Lindsay, is that some of these things you may want to do yourself, but a lot of these things, you set up a really simple process and you could delegate it out. You don't have, you know, you have to be there for the interview, right? I mean, you, you have to be present and giving really good content in the interview and having a, a great conversation with your host. Um, but then once it's live, you can delegate a lot of this stuff out to a virtual assistant team that can then take that 
you know, 20 minutes to an hour is what's typical for today's podcast, sometimes 90 minutes, but whatever length, they can take that and then turn it into all different kinds of assets for you um, and a myriad of different ways to use those assets. And you don't have to do them all. I mean, that's the other thing that's really cool about this. You could pick the top two or three that you're like, oh, that rocks. That would be really easy to do. Do those two or three for a while. And hey, if you decide to go back and add another one later, that's fine. Yeah. The more that you do, clearly, the bigger visibility that you have and, and the more you're leveraging it. But you don't have to do it all at once. You don't have to. You know, one of the things that I say in the guide a few different times is don't let the size of this overwhelm you. This gives you your options. Um, and, and within the guide, I actually have kind of a, a little planner at the end to say, OK, here's what I'm going to do right now, you know, and, and decide what you're going to do. You don't have to do it all. Right, right. Wow. Well, you've given some amazing information today. I'm going to turn the time over to you. Tell us again how to find you, where to pick up Guest Appearance Gold when you actually publish it, and anything else we need to know about you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, you can go to guestappearancegold.com. Uh, and that's where you can get the sign-up page for the guide. And again, it's it's free. So go ahead and go get it. And um, when you use it, please come back to me and tell me what you thought. I'd, I'd love to get your feedback. Um, I have a lot of examples throughout the book from different people that have uh, previewed the book for me so that I could say here, you know, here's other people, you know, using these techniques already, which is which is kind of fun. And, and it, it makes me smile and know that, that the content's being used, um, that you can also go to stephaniecallahan.com. And on that site, at the very top in the header and at the very bottom in the footer are all of my different social media links. I'd love to connect with you. And if any of this sounds like something that you'd like to get help with, uh, just click the work with me button and let's have a conversation. We may decide that it makes sense to work together. Love it. Thank you again for being on the show, Stephanie. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, there you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay with TrafficandLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.